This half hour is presented by VIP Care, who is responsible for the information and opinions expressed during the show. It's playing that song, but that's hilarious. Good morning. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. You know what, Dr. Airman? I feel like that was perfect timing for our, what? What? I don't know. We were like, <laughs> the world is crazy. And then all of a sudden that song starts playing. So that was amazing timing. Let's say good morning to Dr. Airman with VIP Care. How are you? Great. Good morning, everybody. I'm super excited. Um, we don't really have a topic specifically to discuss this morning. Yeah, we always seem to to cover so many things anyway. So it's, yeah, we jump it's around right. the twister board. That's for sure. We, we do. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> Literally, that's what it feels yeah. like back here. Let me just tell you. But I love it. And uh, hey, if you're just tuning into the Pensacola Expert Panel and would like to ask a question uh, with Dr. Airman, he is here with VIP Care. Uh, we'll share a little bit more in just a moment. Who VIP Care is, who they serve, and to remind you that they are accepting new patients. But if you have a, maybe a medical question or inquiry, um, either about care or maybe even something going on or, or you know a, a medication just little things you can text it in um, and then we'll give the number if you'd like to ask deeper questions in just a moment but the number to text in this morning is 850-437-1620 all right so first before we hop on into any questions um, why don't you share uh, who VIP care is and who y'all serve so we are an organization that uh, specializes in seeing patients with Medicare Advantage plans exclusively. So that typically means 65 and older. So we, we love the 65 and older community. They just hold a special place in our hearts. Uh, we also keep smaller patient panels, and by that I mean uh, most of us are going to stop accepting patients at around five to 600. And that may sound like a lot, but... The average primary care doc in most communities is going to have anywhere from 1,500 to possibly 2,500. And that's why when you go to your primary care doctor's office, you oftentimes spend, you know, up to an hour, sometimes even two hours waiting in line and, and or, you know, just waiting to get into the exam room and then may only spend a couple of minutes with your with your doc. And that's not that's not by anyone's choice, certainly not your doctor's choice and not your choice, but we figured out a way to get around that and create a nice intimate experience and it allows you know people like me and the other docs that that I work with to really get to know people know what makes them tick mm. and that's how we can get them to the best place they can be yes and of course we uh want to just remind you even if you are not 65 and older you can still ask questions this morning as well Absolutely. Um, I think it's it's kind of cool to be able to turn on the radio and know there's a doctor here who would just maybe like to give his two cents and then encourage you to either go see your uh, primary care physician or if you are 65 and up and you have the proper insurance reach out to VIP care you are at Davis Highway by the the jump park yeah so Brent and Davis right next to Sky Zone Dollar General and the CSL Plasma folks right there in the corner. Um, if you have any questions, just give us a call at 850-517-4646. Or any of you are welcome to stop by my office if you want to have a quick chat and I'm available. Um, you're more than welcome. Well, I love that. 
Uh, do you ever have people who wander in because they they rolled their ankle at the jump park? <laughs> um, not so much there, but I'm we sorry, have... but that place. I'm like always yeah. like, how how are you even still open? Because there's always a kid like crying yes. or somebody fell off of something. Yeah, it's uh, trampolines and gas grills in the summertime are like huge sources <laughs> no. of injury. Believe it or not. Oh, I didn't think about the grills, but oh, yeah. I, I do know that trampolines, I, I, well, hopefully, you know, I mean, if you're 65 and up and jumping on a trampoline, you know, good for you. Well, I don't know, because <laughs> I don't know that kids necessarily need to be jumping on those. We see them so often for injuries, so 65 and up, uh, be careful. Be very careful. Yeah, we, that, I used to work at like a gymnastics center, and that mm. was like the number one, we had like two people, eyes on the trampoline area, mm. because mm. man, there was always somebody falling off or just rolling their ankle and it's a huge liability that's so, why there are so many youtube and facebook videos about that stuff it's just you know you're, you're always watching somebody fall through the trampoline or see that's my fly fear. off in some if random I direction fall and roll my ankle like that's that's terrible but my fear is like i'm gonna drop through the middle or yeah the wind's just gonna all of a sudden dorothy me away and i'm <laughs> just gonna go for a ride with toto so on a serious note if you're just tuning in you're listening to the pensacola expert panel on news radio 92.3 and am 1620 um so i do want to know if there's any like kind of trending concerns we kind of feel like we're shifting away from the coronavirus COVID-19 talk a little bit more um, and talking more about general health mm -hmm. uh, we're seeing a lot of mask mandates lift and, and things like that are there any concerns from your patients specifically about how things are changing or either I should say go back to normal normal well so uh, CDC published new mask guidance and, and they've got a nice handy tool that tells you what the risk in your area is so I still recommend following that um, you know it is a for the most part a personal choice um, but keep in mind those that are around you and and their risk as well um, we are in a medium risk area according to the CDC so that means you know if and at all times if you are symptomatic or if you've had a positive COVID test or if you live with somebody that is at high risk uh, the best thing to do is mask up. Um, but moving on from that, I mean, th this time of year is still cold and flu season as it is every year. So, you know, that that I see quite a bit of too. And of course, there's, you know, even more anxiety around those because you just don't know. Is it, you know, is it COVID or or is it a flu? And really, you know. Or sinus it, infection, yeah, cold. Absolutely. Allergies. So. So yeah, so the best, you know, and, and a lot of people are calling in saying, what do I do? So in general, um, if you're not in distress, you can stay away from others at home and treat yourself symptomatically. You know, always talk to your, your primary care doctor about what is safe for you, for you. But one of the safest things out there is just nasal saline or a neti pot or a sinus rinse kit. You know, if you have sinus congestion and most of the time the sinus congestion or nasal congestion is what leads to cough. So get rid of that post-nasal drip and, and usually your cough will go away too. Um, you know, Tylenol is, is usually best for fevers and, and general aches. Um, before you take too many of the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen or naproxen or BC or goodies powder, and I forget what's in those, but those can be concerning sometimes, make sure you talk to your primary care doc. Um, but there are a lot of safe over-the-counter things that can help you feel a heck of a lot better during the day. So um, give me a call, uh, give your primary care doc a call, and we can tell you what those are um, if you forget. 
Yeah, you mentioned naproxen. I can't take that. Oh, a lot of man. people can't. And it also increases blood pressure. Uh, it can be bad for your stomach. It has it's an effect stomach. on kidneys and, uh, you know, and the liver. So something to be careful with. It interacts with other medications. And that's, that's oh, the true. biggest part of talking to your primary care doc is make sure that whatever you're taking, even supplements, don't interact with anything else that you're taking. Yeah, and some supplements can interact with each other as well. Absolutely. So you have to, and some of them people see, oh, I, I took this and it did so well. And I can even be guilty of that. Like my friends who have stomach issues, I'm like, uh, I, my, I went to my doctor, they put me on this and it was mm -hmm. a supplement, not a, a medication to mm -hmm. verify. But what might be right for my issues, quote unquote, mm -hmm. um, might not be be the correct path to take for somebody else's. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, it can be dangerous for some folks. Um, and that's great to get advice from others. Um, but again, you wanna, you wanna uh, check in with your primary care doc first and make sure that that advice is okay for you. Absolutely. 850-437-1620. Dr. Ehrman is here with VIP Care. Uh, want to ask you this first question. Do you have partnerships with other primary care physicians for individuals under the age of 65? Do you have partnerships or help people find primary care physicians? That's uh, a good question. That is a great question. Uh, at this time, we do not have partnerships with with clinics that are seeing those under the age of 65 or those without Medicare Advantage plans. And again, we see some folks that are under the age of 65, but the key is that they have Medicare Advantage insurance, and that's what we specialize in. Um, if you're looking for a recommendation, um, again, give my office a call, stop by. I can, I can, you know, I can help you out with that, and, and uh, your insurance brokers can help you out with that too. But um, if you have questions about us, again, um, just give us a call. That's that's really good too. And you know, there might be um, a way for if you guys ask that question with VIP care, maybe they have recommendations or can recommend you. You know, I'm sure the insurance company can guide you too because five star yeah. ratings do yes. help. Yeah, they they do. <laughs> yeah, and again, um, the the best place probably to go is is with your insurance company or an independent broker. Again, we're at the beginning of the year, so open enrollment, especially for Medicare Advantage, is is still ongoing till the end of uh, next month. Okay. Um, so if you have questions about your your current plan or think about you're thinking about switching, you know that the best place to start is with an independent broker. Um, but again, if you have questions about docs in general, just medicine in general, give us a call, eight five zero five one seven four six four six. Excellent. Thank you for answering that question, Dr. Ehrman. Uh, I'm Jenna Barr. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. More questions eight five zero four three seven sixteen twenty. Does citrus react to medications? Just about every food that you eat um, can probably play a role in terms of how it interacts with medications. But, but yeah, there are, there are some medications that citrus will react with. But, but keep in mind that, you know, you look, oh, absolutely, grapefruit. I see that popping up. Yes, grapefruit um, uh, plays a huge role. How do role. people eat that and not, like keel over i don't know i'm not grapefruit a grapefruit in general yeah, it's, it's an acquired taste i well, suppose it's um, literally making the back of yeah. my throat <laughs> so as, as a <laughs> as a former military guy the the okay. um <clears throat> wonderful grapefruit juice they used to give us it was like the most bitter stuff i've ever tasted again you drink that enough that and you're that like ruby oh yes red no i wish it was ruby red it was like yellow I, I don't know no. what it was it was it wasn't grapefruit juice <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was it was crazy anyway um but yes grapefruit juice is metabolized by the liver as are a great many medications 
And if you eat too much grapefruit, um, some of the medications that you may take that day are not going to be metabolized the way they normally would, and that can alter levels. But there are a lot of foods that can do that. So again, treat your stomach as a, as a, you know, an experimental flask in chemistry. Everything that you put into it uh, has a potential negative reaction with something else and can slow your gut down and cause different levels of absorption or no absorption at all if you have, you know, diarrhea or something along those lines. So be careful. Yeah, we'll just stay away from the grapefruit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's not we'll stay away from the diarrhea topic. No, well, too, yeah, really we don't. That. That's no fun. No. I will also tell you, I, every time I've had grapefruit, and I'm not, you know, thankfully, thank you, Lord, not on medication. Oh, I get violently ill. So really? it just interacts, wow. yeah, differently. But I also naturally, I've, I'm on uh, digestive enzymes because mm. my liver naturally just metabolizes so fast okay. that it has higher liver enzymes. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you're the doctor, not me. I don't know, understand it. I'm just listening to what the lady says yeah, to no, me. No, <laughs> that's, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, here's a fun one. You ready to settle some marital debates? Oh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so Dr. Airman is here with VIP Care. If you have a question, it's 918 here on the Pensacola Expert Panel, 850-437-1620. Okay, here's the first one. This okay. is a marital debate, so right. you're about to decide somebody's fate. Um, first question, uh, if someone sneezes or coughs, out of their car window, can a person say three car lengths back get sick from it? Very unlikely. Very, you know, there's so many variables to think about there. Okay. Uh, are you in sunlight? You know, t- typically direct sunlight, UV radiation is going to eradicate most most viruses and and just about all bacteria pretty pretty quickly it's good to get that Um, sunshine so i actually reverse that so most viruses and and some bacteria but but most of the bacteria that you might express uh in a a cough or sneeze is probably going to hit the ground before it goes three cars back um so it's it's really unlikely now cigarette smoke tobacco products all that kind of stuff that's a whole different story okay we're not going to get started on that um Moving on. We'll save that for next time. We'll save that for next time. Okay, you ready for the part B yes. of their debate? Okay. Um, I Can I just say on, t- on on part A, just cover your mouth. Just cover your mouth. Like, Always a good idea. It, do the Batman. In your elbow. Dracula. Yep. yep the, the sleeve sneeze. Uh, and then wash your shirt later. Okay, so here's part B. Remember... Dr. Ehrman is settling some marital debates this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. A hypothetical couple, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm actually serious. Okay, so if can you go outside with wet hair and catch a cold? If you have just a normal immune system, you you don't have any pre-existing conditions, anything like that. So remember the wet hair outside cold weather. Cold is is typically a viral illness, so. You know, when you step outside and you're you're wet, you know that that may increase your chances of, of catching a virus if your immune system is a little suppressed or the virus happens to hit a wet surface. You know, but but in general, um, you know that doesn't necessarily increase your risk, uh, but it but it can affect your immune system. But if you you know, it also depends on what the weather's like. So again, there's so many variables. I, I get to say it depends. You know, that's a great answer for me. You, mom always said, like, if you go outside with wet hair, you're going to catch a cold. So mom yeah. said it. I feel like she's the ultimate doctor. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Actually, I think it was my grandmother who yelled at us all the time for, like, running outside after having wet hair. And mm. it was like, 
40 degrees out. So. Well, yeah, now that's different. Yeah, you shouldn't be outside when it's cold. You start to get a little hypothermic. and That's what I was thinking. That, yeah. that affects your immune system, absolutely. Yeah, we and we want to keep them uh, really strong. And so moving on from that note, just in general, talking about our um, our um, our immune systems, health. Uh, there's a lot of things that are pushed at us in the world, whether you watch TV, which I don't really watch like normal TV with commercials, but even I'll catch it here in the studio, we have televisions up and you'll see commercials that they offer these, you know, fruit pills that, you know, boost your immune system mm. to the ultimate maximum and mm. you're going to pay $99 a bot. You know what I mean? Like, are they things that we need to just be careful of? Um, especially like you just mentioned, we have to be careful about the supplements we take if mm -hmm. you are on medication. So think about the source of all of those things that you see on TV, you see in any one of the supplement stores. I could name a bunch of names. Keyword being store. None of that stuff out there is the, the the sole purpose of all of those things is really really monetary financial gain. Mm. Um, they, you know we're not we're not producing this stuff for free by any means. So the goal of the companies that produce all that is to make money. Um, so again, if you're thinking about taking a supplement, chat with your primary care doc, look up the reviews online, and and try and find some reputable websites. Uh, familydoctor.org, PubMed. There are a number of websites out there that can tell you what the, you know, the, the real benefit or harm is of taking those things. But, but a lot of the harm, honestly, especially in, in the Medicare population, is financial. So don't get stuck paying for things that, that do you no good, and especially don't pay for them if they're potentially harming you. So give us a call and, and let us sort it out for you and let us look it up for you. Yeah, I, I just, I've watched people that I love get um, sucked into the infomercial mm -hmm. health world. Yeah. And some are not bad. Some are not bad. Like there's some exercise ones and I understand that. That's great. You know, move your yeah. body. Yes. But, um, you know, the, the too good to be true yeah. idea sent, tends it to just fall right is. out when you're like, oh man, this could solve world peace and make me skinny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> If only. If only. No. Uh, 850-437-1620. I saw another question. Oh, here. They texted it to me. So let me uh, read it here. So uh, lately I've had people tell me about different symptoms they have from a virus or something like a virus. Uh, it starts with a sore throat, coughing, sneezing, and then they have a little nausea, goes away after two days. Most people I know don't get tested for COVID if it just is for two days. Is that other COVID symptoms or is that just normal seasonal allergies? But it tends to, I mean, allergies don't go, they don't bother me. It's mm -hmm. just like, I have the sniffles, whatever. But the nausea, that would that would bother me a little yeah, bit. That, that's, that's tricky. Um, and that is why the healthcare community is is so insistent on on protection because especially when it comes to covid we just cannot reliably predict based on symptoms alone whether or not somebody has it and that's why we have all the testing but in general there are so many viruses out there that can cause nausea along with you know typical quote unquote cold symptoms um, and just swallowing, I know it's gross, mm. but the excessive mucus, that can cause some nausea. But enteroviruses, oh, that's, uh, that's a huge family of viruses that has 
you know, all kinds of symptoms that can be gastrointestinal. So it can cause nausea, vomiting, um, as well as, um, you know, headache and, and any number of symptoms. So again, give your doc a call. Um, give us a call if you want some references too. If you don't want to call us all the time, then then call us and say, hey, where can I look this stuff up so I don't have to call you because I don't want to wait on the phone for an hour to get an answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and what's the number to call real quick? 850-417-5656. Um, do you offer telehealth I'm visits? sorry, that's 850-517-4646. Okay, 850-517. You're fine. 5656. I wasn't sure if it was a four or five, so gotcha. you just... You're I haven't finished me. my coffee yet. So. It's okay. Neither, we're fine. It's Monday. Um, I, my nine-year-old just came downstairs this morning and was the only thing she said to us was, I hate Mondays. And I was like, what? <laughs> You're nine. This is not okay. Uh, um, oh, my goodness. It's, it's an early start. Yeah, right? 850-437-1620 is the studio text line. If you'd like to text in those questions, it is 926 here on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Dr. John Airman from VIP Care. I'm Jenna Barr. If you'd like to get in those last-minute questions, there was one. Oh, sorry. Uh, do you does VIP Care offer telehealth visits? We do. We do. Um, again, we see folks that are particularly ill. As we get older, we unfortunately tend to collect lots of injuries and illness. So we do offer televisits. Um, and anything we can do over the phone in general. If you if you are concerned about heading out or are sick at home, um, we have the time to give you a call and, and chat over the phone, absolutely. Yeah, and if yeah, it's better to ask than not say anything at all. That's like the rule of That's life. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, please ask questions, and not just of us, but, you know, again, anytime you go into a doctor's office, whether it's a specialist or your primary care doc, ask the questions. You know, don't be afraid to ask them, um, especially if you're in with a specialist, those are really, really hard appointments to get. But uh, don't leave the question unanswered or unasked. Absolutely. Um, before we wrap up the next couple of moments together, Dr. Airman, I wanted to talk about um, all the different locations that are offered throughout Escambia and then the one in Santa Rosa County. Mm -hmm. And if you have an update, I know there's a new location coming. I don't know if there's there, been any changes. <laughs> there is a new location coming. So let's let's start with the ones we have. So we have an office over on Pine Forest. That's Dr. Amy Reed. It's uh, basically at the bottom of Pine Forest, right next to the entrance to the state fairgrounds over there, or county fairgrounds, the fairgrounds, whatever the they are. The fairgrounds, um, yeah. We have an office on Mobile Highway that's right next to the Walmart. They just moved, and that's Doctors Blanchard and Burnett. Um, and then we have my office that's on Davis Highway at the intersection of Brent and Davis on the west, southwest corner, uh, right next. Look for Sky Zone. You can't miss us there. Um, and then we may be opening up an office or probably going to open up an office on Nine Mile uh, right near Target. It's East Nine Mile. Um, that's coming. And uh, then we also have an office in Milton, and that's Dr. Banuelos. And uh, all of us are accepting patients. That's right. I wanted to remind everyone, because we talked about this when you came in. Um, yes, you are accepting new patients. I love that, because a lot of times it's so difficult to get into a doctor. It is. A good doctor, mm -hmm. let alone. And I'm not saying there's bad ones. I mean, there probably are. But what I'm saying is, it's really difficult to get in to see a doctor that actually wants to listen yeah. to you. And has the time to listen. I mean, and that's what we have. All of our new patient appointments are an hour. 
So yeah, so you better bring the coffee to sit down with Dr. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> bring him some coffee. <laughs> we do I'm have just coffee. Teasing. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. They yeah. have it all covered at VIP yep. Care. Hey, one last minute question because we have a minute left. I don't know if you can squeeze this in. Uh, female hair loss and um, women with COVID. Uh, the connections are. Is do you see people getting the hair growing back? Are there ways to get it back? Can you answer that super quick? Oh boy. So. Um, a lot of times, yeah, you're from if I remember correctly from what I have read, you're gonna get some of that hair loss is is gonna it's gonna come back, um, but I think it's taking months and months and months. So again, hair hair loss in general is is very difficult to treat, you know, in and of itself. So when it's secondary to an illness, it takes a while for you know those hair follicles to recover as as it does the rest of your body. Okay, so give it time. Absolutely. And then don't just take any supplements. Talk to your doctor first, probably. Right. Okay. Right. I know there's some supplements that there are, are offered. There, there are some some reasonable treatments for hair loss. Right. Um, but, but you know, again, there, there are different types of hair loss, too. So you want to talk to your primary care doc about, about what type you may have. Okay. Excellent. Hey, Dr. Ehrman, that was so much fun. Thanks for hanging out with me yeah, this morning. Fun. So we're going to talk about uh, tobacco products next time and, yeah. and their effect, I guess. I w yeah, and okay. how you can help people quit smoking. That's Absolutely. what I want. I want to see everybody smoke-free. We've living, got some pretty interesting lives. treatments at VIP Care for that. So. I know. I want to share more about that next time. Okay. So I'll see you in a couple of weeks. You yes. take care. And uh, hey, stick around. We've got Malcolm Ballinger joining us up next. <laughs>